So you heard the intro that I did, right? Uh, yes. For this week's episode. And you noticed that I had to paste your voice in? Yes. Okay. I was at Kelly's the other day, and I kept mm-hmm. talking about Deadpool, and I could not stop calling it Daredevil. Every oh, really? <laughs> fucking time. I did it as a joke, and then I couldn't stop myself from doing it. So then when I did that recording, I said Daredevil again. And I was just I, I didn't catch it till I listened back and I was like too lazy to just turn the damn mic back on. I was like, uh-huh. maybe it'd just be funnier if I just pasted it in. I couldn't get a clean one with my voice, but I found one that you So you said. pasted it. So you pasted my voice into your sentences? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just the Daredevil movie. <laughs> well <laughs> said it again. I just said Daredevil. <laughs> Well, well done, my friend. And a thank you. You're listening to nothing important. Please enjoy the show. Strap on your tampon. It's that time of the month on the Nothing Important Podcast. Oh, 
without eyes And I am happy now living without you I left you, oh, oh, oh I saw the sign And it opened up my eyes I saw the sign No one's gonna drag you up To get into the line where you Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Nothing Important Podcast. My name is Brian, and with me, as always, is your host for this evening, Dave. Dave, I gave you host duties this evening. Oh, God, no. Yeah, this is all you. I, I talk a lot. You're, 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 uh, you're the guy now. Awesome. So welcome. Welcome. No, I'm just- I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like Garth when Wayne quit, like... Yeah, I'm like really fun. awkward. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so as, as you know, you know, but I don't know how many other people know. They probably heard them in the background and stuff on on different recordings. I have uh, two daughters, two little girls. Mm-hmm. I you know we we had the one daughter. I was incredibly excited. We tried for the boy. Ended up with another daughter. So now now I'm just done. Like <laughs> like you know I'm defeated. I'm not gonna roll those, those dice again. And uh, later this month, I'm gonna go get fixed, which uh, which we'll do a show about. Uh, should be hilarious. Nice. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing like putting personal stuff out there for the world to hear. But um, my daughter, she's she's a beautiful little blonde haired, uh, blue eyed girl, and uh, is absolutely infatuated with uh, Disney princesses and Barbie because she's a female American underneath the age of eight. Yeah, loves Barbie. Like has the house. We have like uh, we have the Barbie Corvette. <laughs> we have we have the Barbie uh, glamper, <laughs> like glamper camper or glam camper. I think. <laughs> and uh, I, I was playing with this thing on uh, Christmas when I was putting it together for Santa Claus, and uh, it, it occurred to me that that pretty much it looks like a giant van, but it has all these panels that that flip out. And changing the different stuff, and I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty much just a, a giant transformer for girls. <laughs> like that's all, all this thing is. Um, so anyway, she she has a ton of stuff. She has a Barbie dream house. It's, you know, and and uh, she loves style, fashion, getting her getting her nails done, and all that. Uh, this weekend, my mother came to visit. I had to do some stuff with work, so my mother came up to watch the girls because our nanny was off for the weekend. So, you know, when, you know, you got to give the nanny time off. So when the nanny isn't here, you know, we needed help. While I was at work. Right. Uh, anyway, my mother brought my daughter, a curvy Barbie. What Brian is a curvy Barbie. It's a, first off. It, well, it, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a Barbie, but it's curvy. And I think it's funny that they put emphasis on the curvy because it's not like they could say like fat, chubby, or overweight Barbie. It's just, <laughs> it's just and it was, morbidly uh, obese my, Barbie with pin, with insulin injections. Right, and my my wife is hilarious. Uh, the first thing she did, well, the first thing I think, well, I think like every girl's first reaction whenever they play with Barbies is for whatever reason to take the clothes off, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so, but my wife, uh, she's like, you know, okay, I want to see curvy Barbie. And my wife commented that uh, curvy Barbie, although her proportions are supposed to be more 
akin to the average female, uh, especially U.S. female. Um, <laughs> my wife, my wife was aggravated that one curvy Barbie is wearing granny panties, and two. <laughs> Uh, curvy Barbie still has a thigh gap, and my wife thought that was the biggest bunch of bullshit she'd ever seen in her <laughs> well, you life. You can't make the plastic rub together; you'll break it. <laughs> so anyway, so does she, uh, what, does she come complete with stretch marks? No, but she, she seriously <laughs> has she has granny panties, you know, like a little belly, like big ass hips and a so big you ass like thighs and terrible skin. <laughs> yeah, you know, very a very uh, for Barbie roundish face. Mm. Um. You know, uh, a little heavier in the bust. You know, uh, she's she's a not not obese, but you know, she's a thick, thick gal, <laughs> curvy Barbie. You know, she's curvy, right? Curvy Barbie. Um, and some of my wife's friends, you know, because my wife was telling them how how funny it is that we got this curvy Barbie, and some of my wife's friends are like, "I just think that's so great. I just think that's so great to show little girls what real women's body looks like." But I'm like, who? I really think that that whole issue is way fucking overblown. Like little, like nobody's going to make a fucking Superman, a fucking Superman doll for me with a beer belly and double chin. Exactly. And, and, and you will never hear guys be like, oh, I don't feel that's an accurate representation of the average male's <laughs> body. That guy needs to have like, exactly. like, uh, how come, how come fucking He-Man isn't balding? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like, called uh, a fucking fantasy. I mean, yeah. You grow right. up with these uh, growing up with unreal uh, with unrealistic expectations of my future. Like, I don't think I'm going to leap buildings in a single bound and save the human right. race from fucking asteroids and shit. Right. And all <laughs> it did is, and, and my daughter, like I said, we she's very uh, she loves to have her hair done and she loves to have her nails uh, painted. She loves the color of pink. And none of this is like at our behest. This is just her, right. you know, as she figures out what she likes in life. Like we actually tried to make the determination before she was born. We're like, you know what? We don't really want a really prissy little girl who's all about like pink and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, and we try to keep it away from her, but she naturally gravitated towards that. And it's like, well, fuck, you know, the girl likes pink. She likes pink. She likes her hair done. Right. Let's, you know, get her hair done, you know, <laughs> get her done. <laughs> but all Kirby barbie did is it appears to me that curvy barbie pretty much just solidified my daughter's stance that uh that she doesn't want to be curvy barbie (laughs) like 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 nowhere did she make make the connection like oh this is what mommy's body looks like because mommy has babies or this is what my friend's mommy's body looks like because mommy has babies she just put it together as well it seems like it seems like I'd just rather be the more fit and in shape Barbie. And, <laughs> and and my argument to, you know, my my wife's friends who always, you know, like, oh, Barbie's a bad example. But really, there was literally nothing wrong with the original Barbie. Like, what the hell is wrong with a woman who takes care of herself, knows how to cook, has because... multiple c- careers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like if you think about it, she's she's independent, you know, she has a boyfriend, Ken, but it's not like she's dependent on Ken. If right. anything, Ken's dependent on her. She has Barbie's actually a really positive role model before you put a spare tire on her belly. Yeah, she keeps she keeps personal company with mixed races. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she's progressive, she, she's independent, she's kind of a she feminist. Owns- she owns a fucking mansion. Like she's Barbie's doing. She's independently Barbie's doing, wealthy. 
<laughs> right. Barbie's doing pretty goddamn well for herself. You yeah, know? but her <laughs> specific dimensions are not achievable in me, me, me. Yeah, but who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. So uh, anyway, Kirby Barbie, um, uh, just as hilarious as I thought it would be when they announced they were making a Kirby Barbie. <laughs> did not, did not uh, go over as well as uh, anybody thought it would. That's funny. Well, the reason oh, that God. the reason that even came into conversation was because I was asking you about the uh, Sports Illustrated cover with the the full figured woman, and somebody had written this big article like praising how brave she was. Well, isn't I anybody mean, look, okay? Isn't anybody comfortable in their body? Just you know, right? Like, well, here, no one's braver okay, here, than the other one. Right. Well, here's my whole thing about that. Okay, like, okay, so a bigger Sports Illustrated model, right? Mm-hmm. On the cover. First off, I, I think the bikini issue of Sports Illustrated is kind of retarded anyway. Like, it's, but, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if if that's your thing and that's that's an achievement for you in life, then that, that's an achievement for you in life. Whatever. And and really, like, who cares if someone's fat or even bigger or thicker? Like, whatever right. they want. If they see it as a positive thing, they see it as a positive thing. But uh, don't promote it as ideal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, look, right. I'm well, I'm an I, overweight. I phrase, I'm an overweight man. You know what I mean? But uh-huh. like, even I can admit, like, I'm not like, oh my god, guys have beer bellies and double chins and they're going bald. Uh, well, that's still not ideal. I mean, honestly, I could probably stand to be a lot lighter than I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, my, and that would definitely be healthy. I'm not going to go parade it around like I'm I'm like the ideal person when really I'm just the average person. Like, ideally. I'd be right. skinnier and I'd I'd take better, you know, better uh care of my body, but you know, I'm just, I'm just an a- an average person. So acting like um people it, I would not be a hero if I went on um if if I went on bodybuilding magazine and, or Flex magazine. I would not be a hero if I went on Flex magazine with my uh gut hanging out <laughs> and like <laughs> and, and, and and uh you know like double chin and all that i i i wouldn't be a hero people be like uh why is that fat almost middle-aged dude on the cover of fucking flex magazine <laughs> like go go lose some weight fatty nobody would be like man he's such a hero he's fine finally he's shedding light on the plight of the overweight white guy well for <laughs> like, one then, you did use your overweight body to win ironically win a hot body competition that is true. Well, see, because I know how to work it, man. Yeah, you Donald Trump did. You just spun it on its head. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, my thing is, that's... I hate the words when they say "real woman." It's like anybody with a heartbeat and a breath is a fucking real woman. You right, know? right. And right. and and using what's average as an ideal, it makes me think of like if you're in school and somebody's getting like A's all the time, you don't like ridicule that person. Be like, you're an unexpected, uh, you know. Wait, unreasonable expectation of what somebody should be when everybody else is getting C's, so C should be ideal. Well, maybe they need a C plus Barbie. I I think C plus Barbie. She could come with a GED and smoke menthols, but not like heavy, <laughs> not not like heavy menthols like uh, Newports. Probably more like uh, uh, Cools, yeah. Cool Lights, or Parliament, <laughs> or Parliament Funkadelics. Right? Yeah, yeah, but. But not not the hundred, not the one hundred length, because that's just a little too much. Like you know, you just do the shorter one because it, it's a little bit more classy. I feel. How about? Although, I was gonna say she just bums the smoke off of you. <laughs> well, C plus Barbie's no, always okay. bumming smokes off you. <laughs> right, right. And, and the thing about C plus Barbie is not only is she always bumming smokes, 
But when she has less than half a pack, she won't loan one out because she only has half a pack of cigarettes left. <laughs> She's got to save money for beer. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know, that Mumford & Sons concert's coming into town next weekend. <laughs> and now an excerpt from the book of things Dave doesn't care about. 30-something-year-old bartenders with no discernible other job skills. There's about as much diversity in that group as a Donald Trump rally. This was an excerpt from the book of things Dave doesn't care about. You're listening to Nothing Important. My wife. Well, Dave, uh, remember that time I went to the casino because I was waiting for you and I won like 450 bucks? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I only wanted to bring that up because I wanted to talk about slot machines for a second. <laughs> so <laughs> so my, my, uh, my, wife, my wife is enamored with this game called Lobster Larry. I don't know if you ever played it. It's like one of these crazy slot machines where there's all sorts of this crazy shit going on, right? Like, I I don't understand the math of slot machines because, like, growing up, I always thought slot machines, there was, like, three reels. You could play, like, nine lines, and then whatever went straight across was your win. But now you go to a casino, and there's literally, like, 31 lines and so many different combinations. And you'll look at it, and it, lights will be flashing, and noises will be going off, and there will just be, like all these hundreds of really kick-ass looking shit on the screen. You're like, man, that's got to be worth something. Right. And, and then and then it doesn't count. It's all and a fucking that's, mental ploy, dude. Yeah, that's all it is. So anyway, so my wife uh, just found Lobster Larry as a phone app on her iPhone. So she was all excited because she really likes that. And, of course, uh, it gives you a limited number of free plays. And then if you want to play past that, you have to buy extra tokens to continue to play the game on your phone. Freemium, dude. Freemium. So so slot machine companies are are pretty much taking the gambling out of gambling, but still taking the money of the people who play slot machines. (laughs) Oh, man. It's like the most ingenious thing. And then we got excited because, you know, like it it lets you win a little bit or whatever. And we're like, man. Like, we could probably cash this out for gift cards or something. Like, no, no. Your only prize is that you get to keep uh, buying coins from them <laughs> once once you run out. The only prize is the time that you've just wasted. Mm-hmm. Which is, which is always quality time, really. Right. Yeah, dear you know, iPhone people, mom, get off your iPhone. Yeah, <laughs> well, people act like doing nothing is um, a bad thing, but it's not necessarily a bad thing all the time. Doing nothing could actually be quite fun and enjoyable. Yeah, well, sometimes you need to rest the old noggin because your brain is a muscle and it needs to be challenged and relaxed. I finally saw the new Ghostbusters trailer. Did you see it yet? Uh, I, I saw parts of it. I'm not. I'm not really feeling. Uh, okay, I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't really think that the first Ghostbusters was all that amazing of a movie. I know that's like, <laughs> like. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. I walked around. Like, the bar below the studio one night trying to find somebody to agree with me that Ghostbusters is not the greatest 80s comedy. Well, look, it, it's like, I like the concept, and I, I think it's something I could sit down and watch, but it's not like something that I would stop what I'm doing to watch. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I would. I feel, I, personally, I, I would. I feel it drags on at points. <laughs> like, I, like the, the times that I've seen it, I've probably only seen it like five times in my life. I'm like, okay, well, that, that's entertaining, but it, everybody acts like it's the funniest movie ever made. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think it's really kind of funny at all. I think it's more humorous, like humorous, but there's never a point where I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's so hilarious. Like, it's just kind of like, oh, 
Okay, mm. cool. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, I don't know, but you know how I am with movies. I get, I get easily unimpressed by movies. Right. Um, I but, agree. I, 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 I agree that it's one of the greatest eighties comedies. But I don't think it's the best. I mean, it's one. a good, it's a good movie, but I, I just don't think, you know what? And it hasn't aged with me well over time. Like I remember a few years ago, I was at Walmart. And I was able to pick up a Ghostbusters one and two as a two pack DVD. Uh-huh. And in my head, I was like, okay, well maybe, maybe I didn't really even understand this movie uh, for the most part when I was younger, but maybe now everybody says it's hilarious. And I ended up uh, turning it off after like the first 40 minutes. And it wasn't out of any real disgust or anything like that. I was just like, ah, oh, well, yeah, it's, a, it's a good movie, but I, I got better things to do. I, I'd rather play Nintendo. <laughs> you know, man, like, you're a terrible I, person. I know, I know. <laughs> so, well, the trailer for the new one opens up with basically the same opening scene from the first movie, except they mm. add puke. Mm. And yeah, it's it's gotta, it's like the same fucking movie, uh, like uh, like Hangover Two. I guess I never saw Hangover Two. I only saw the first Hangover. Well, if, you, if you saw Hangover One, you've seen Hangover Two and Three. No, Three was actually pretty decently different, but Two was uh. literally the same. It was it's literally like the same beats, the same thing. Like the friends go on a bachelor party, and then they lose the groom, and then they end up finding him in the most obvious place that they were next to at the beginning before they went on an odyssey to find the groom. Uh. And like, and it's like even like their little odyssey to find the groom is the same exact. Uh, is is like the same exact fucking jokes and everything, except for every once in a while, Ed, Ed Helms is like, huh, feel like I've been doing this before. Why are we going through this again? Like, or here we go again. You know, like one of them kind of jokes. But it's like the same fucking thing. Yeah, I think he, I think he even sings a song in it. Ed Helms? Yeah, because he sings a song in the first Hangover. I, I'm pretty sure he sings a song in the second one too. Like it's it's the same exact movie. The third one was was way different, and I I actually like the third one, but the second one was is the exact same movie. It was a dog shit movie. <laughs> so I'm surprised so many people saw the third one unless unless they were just wanting to see them redeem themselves because that's basically what everybody says. They kind of just redeem themselves with the third one. Yeah, I actually really liked the first Hangover movie, but then but then the second one it was literally the second thing except for it happened in like fucking India or Thailand no, or so maybe Atlantic City instead of Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one was like in Biloxi <laughs> like, like they progressively just get the shittier shittier uh, shittier and shittier gambling cities well at, at least the second Ghostbusters had a different plot from the first one mm -hmm. I like the second Did Ghostbusters it? I thought that was a good sequel uh, it, it was okay but again like yeah like I gotta be honest with you I, I, I watched Deadpool and I kind of lost interest <laughs> After a while in that, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess I just... You know, it's funny because I'm a big comic book guy. I guess I uh -huh. just struggle to find what kind of movies actually appeal to me. But, uh, like, like I look at it, I'm like, okay, that, that's not a bad movie. And that's actually pretty funny. And a lot of things they did with Deadpool was kind of clever mm -hmm. and such. But, like, I just find myself, like, losing interest. You know what I mean? It's like, eh. Okay. It's kind of drawn out. Yeah. Like, did you see Wolverine Origins? No. Because there's like, <laughs> like seven, again, there's like seven jabs at it. Yeah, it, it, once again, Wolverine Origins. From what I remember, is just one of those things where I got like the first like 
15 minutes in, I was just like, okay, well, it's just like every other movie. Like, uh, this is... <laughs> Ironically, like, I've only seen the Deadpool part. Like, I went to a friend's house. He's like, "You gotta see the part with Deadpool," and he showed it to me. And that's the only part of the movie I saw. Yeah, where he doesn't have the suit and his mouth is like covered or something, or his yeah, mouth sewn is like shut. sewn together. Yeah. Like, oh, so we're gonna, then in the movie Deadpool movie, like, "Oh, we're gonna sew your mouth shut and don't lose your head yeah. and all these." Yeah, really bad. Yeah, it's, but it's I loved it though. Stupid. I thought it was a good movie. I I was into it the whole way through. Maybe maybe I'll enjoy it more when I'm in my environment. You know what I mean? Like, like maybe I'll enjoy it more when, um, you know, I have like an HD copy at home on my own hundred inch screen on my own <laughs> couch. I, I really wanted to like it. I like really wanted to like it, but, uh, I was just like, yeah, like I, I get it. You know what I mean? But it's just like, I don't know. Like I said, I have a very big love hate relationship with movies. Yeah. And you're <laughs> like, also, you and I both kind of have the a pseudo hipster mentality of something's too overhyped. It's already kind of negative in our minds because, you know, yeah, you don't want to buy in and be true. one of the sheeple. Yeah, I do that to exactly. a fault sometimes. Exactly. Be sure to follow Nothing Important online at nothingimportantpodcast.com. Find us on iTunes, on Twitter at NotImportantPC, and you can also find us on Facebook. Nothing Important is recorded with help from Third City Sound in Joliet, Illinois. Thanks for being awesome.